There's big, and then there's Galaxy Big. Get ready to redefine what you can do on a tablet with the new Samsung Galaxy Tab S8 Ultra. Have plenty of room for all your favorite things on a whopping 14.6-inch screen. The largest screen on a Samsung tablet yet. Plus, unlock epic productivity power when you sync Tab S8 Ultra with the rest of your Galaxy, giving you more ways to work, play, and create. Get your Galaxy Tab S8 Ultra now at Samsung.com. If you could multiply something 50 times, what would that something be? Milkshakes? Minutes in the day? How about money? The Virginia Lottery's 50 times the money scratcher gives you 25 chances to win on each ticket. You could win up to $3 million playing 50 times the money. Yeah, multiplying money sounds like fun. No offense to milkshakes. Virginia Lottery Scratchers. Everyday wins. Visit a lottery retailer near you. For odds and more information, visit valottery.com. Welcome to Meta Talks, where we bring in experts to dive deep into all things metaverse. With your hosts, Kate Hancock and Daniel Robbins. Rich, welcome. I'm so honored you're having here today. Can you tell us what was your journey like to get where you are? You know, um, it has been exciting. I'll tell you that. I, um, I've always been a curious person in general. I love learning. I love um, travel. I'm, uh, you know, first and foremost, I'm globally nomadic. So live in different parts of the world every single year. Um, and I've been doing that for a very long time. So um, you know, I think that's driven from the fact that I, I just really love exploring. I'm an adventurer. Um, and, you know, similarly in my, in my career, I've taken a, a pretty uh, broad perspective on life. So, you know, originally kind of started off, uh, you know, in the medical uh, space, uh, I was doing an, uh, an MD, MPH, MBA. And in, in fact, in college, I used to surgically remove eyes for transplant surgery. So it's very, you know, hardcore into medicine, um, ended up getting a grant to do an MBA, uh, from the national institutes of health, took me down this other path, uh, did management consulting. I worked on wall street and in investment banking. I was in corporate finance, public finance, and MA. of all things. I started off in real estate investment banking and, you know, we're doing virtual real estate at Superworld. So understand the the traditional real estate space really well. And it's funny how, you know, you can't connect the dots going forward, but you can connect them going backwards. So, you know, I'm very happy and, and fortunate to, to have understood the, the real estate space, especially with all the stuff that we're doing now. And then got into venture capital, investing in New York uh, across tech and biotech. About 10 years ago, had the opportunity or the idea really to you know, go to the emerging markets and start a VC fund. It was more like, wouldn't it be cool to go somewhere in the emerging markets and, and do this and start a VC fund? And so I did. I, I got on a plane, didn't know anyone, went to Ukraine, Russia, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Poland, Moldova. It took me about a year and a half, but I ended up starting a VC fund backed by Victor Pinchuk. Victor is one of the biggest investors in that part of the world. He's the guy who backs Yuri Milner at DST. Uh, and then I did the same thing in Belarus. Um, I'm on the board of Tech Minsk, which is uh, an investor backed by the U.S. State Department and Google. And then after that was early at a company called TopTal, which is a talent marketplace uh, backed by Andreessen Horowitz. So I learned a lot about scaling platforms and help you know, grow and scale TopTal. And then finally, about six years ago, I started Rogue Initiative Studios, 
which is a film, television, gaming, and virtual reality studio in Hollywood. My co-founder produced Call of Duty, Modern Warfare series, and Ghosts. And my production partner is Michael Bay, the action director. He's known for Transformers, The Island, Armageddon, big action movies. And basically what we do at Rogue Initiative is, you know, create new original content IP that then, you know, goes on to we make a feature film, a television show, a game, an immersive entertainment experience, all the way to amusement park rides and toys. And that really formed the basis of, you know, Superworld. Pokemon Go came out, became this hit. And we thought, you know what? Why can't you, you know, enable anyone to create a world that creates cross-platform content anywhere and then bring Web3 into that to let people own it? Well, I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Is there something yeah. you didn't do? You went from medicine to tech to funding to real estate. Like, I'm curious. <laughs> you know, I, like I said, I, I really love learning. I'm a big, you know, I read a lot. I read, you know, a, a book at least, you know, a, a, every week or every two weeks. Um, so, you know, just really, um, I enjoy life. I love experiencing things. Um, and so for me, it's a passion. Uh, it's a joy to be able to, you know, have the opportunity to be able to be involved in so many different careers and professions and, and, and fields. Um, it's always, you know, again, driven by my curiosity to life, and uh, really enjoying, you know, I'm very passionate about what I do. So um, that's kind of been the driving factor for me. But, you know, again, I think everyone should do what they love. And for me, that's kind of where that's led me into Super Bowl. Thank you. Now, yeah. Rish, yeah. you know, why virtual land of all yeah. of the whole metaverse? How did you, <laughs> why? I mean, you mentioned you did XR, VR. Why mm -hmm. virtual land? Yeah. So, you know, I think the, the idea... Um, in, in terms of, you know, again, the inspiration and again, uh, Pokemon Go is a, a big influencing factor here for us is we saw, you know, what you can do utilizing augmented reality in real world locations, right? Um, for me, it was, um, and me and my co-founder, it was the opportunity to build a platform on top of the real world with cross-platform content. You know, again, the ability to create anything, discover anything from anywhere, and so very simply, you know, that was a very simple idea, which is, you know, you know, why not? Let's not limit anyone from doing that in real world places in an immersive way, whether it's AR, VR, MR, any type of content. And then once you start putting things in locations, right, then those locations become important. And, and, you know, the, the utilization of Web3 NFTs in this case, and we, you know, we, we started virtual land back in 2018. So we've been in the, the NFT space for a long time. And the idea there is, you know, if you can give people ownership of that land, give people the ability to help accrete value to that land and bring key stakeholders on board because now they're owning parts of the platform, you know, the value of, you know, again, the content that's being created there and the monetization of all types, even decentralized finance, you know, and other, other types of um, monetization that's possible, um, you know, by bringing the land equation into that or in, in the land into that equation, you know, you really um, bring, you know, power and key stakeholders to be able to influence the overall platform locationally. So I, I would say very, you know, as a, as a pithy statement, you know, if we're moving to the Internet of locations, you know, it's great to have the ability for people to own those locations and feel like they're able to help build value there. Hmm. Well, a lot of people were mm -hmm. asking, 
Mm-hmm. Oh my God, they're freaking out where yeah. they should invest their land. I mean, by the way, I love the concept of you, the super world, because then for for me as an investor side of you, I want a real world. I don't want to look like, you know, Pokemon Go, a bunch of like Legos, right? Yes. So why did you ended up making it look like the real world? What is behind that move? Yeah. So, you know, again, um, you know, it, there are uh, a, a lot of um, different uh, people that are attracted to Superworld for a variety of reasons. And I would say that, you know, the singular thing that really unites everyone and really is a core to our vision is Superworld is all about enhancing your real life. It's about the real world. And it might sound ironic to build a virtual world that's focused on the real world and your real life, but that's what we're doing. And so for us, you know, because our focus is on the real world, you know, the the quality of, you know, the fidelity of the, the content um, needs to be at the highest levels. At the same time, if someone wants to do something that looks more like a cartoon or looks more, you know, stylized in different ways, that's possible too. So just to be clear, Superworld's about the real world, you know, the content that we can, you know, again, utilize in Superworld, again, is, is very focused on, you know, whatever anyone wants to do. And, you know, again, in, in real world settings, um, it, if I'm looking at a car or if I'm looking at, you know, a virtual building or going on a house tour, those are things that those are real world decisions. And I don't want to be in a quote unquote video game and looking at content that looks like a video game. I want content that's high fidelity. But on the other side of that, if I do want to do that, if I do want to see Mickey Mouse, you know, or um, a cartoon type character in a real world setting, then I might want it to be more stylized in different ways too. So in super world, there's no limit to, you know, what, what is possible. Hmm. I have to say, Rish, I spend half of my Thanksgiving trying to acquire one of my favorite resort in the world, but it's for sale for a hundred ETH, which I can't afford. (laughs) Right. It's too bad. Where was it? It's, it's the Amangiri in Utah. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yes. Yeah, so someone own it. And so uh-huh. I can't acquire it now. But yeah. anyway, how I mean, what are your thoughts on this gas fees and Ethereum? Mm. It's actually not user friendly to acquire a plot of land. It would take yeah. you half a day. Uh, where do you think the future is going to be? Yeah. So, you know, again, we built uh, Superworld on Ethereum. Uh, we started off as one of the first NFTs out there in the market, um, especially doing virtual land on the blockchain. Um, and Ethereum, you know, again, made a lot of sense then. And I would consider, you know, the size of the ecosystem uh, in terms of decentralized applications still makes considerable sense to build on Ethereum. Now, gas costs are a definite friction um, to um, the the virtual real estate platform because you definitely have a high transaction fee to buy virtual real estate. Now the good thing is is that you know the average price of a plot of land is you know about three to four hundred dollars based on 0.1 ether. That's an unpurchased price, and gas costs again um, relative to that. Even if you're paying a $100 gas is still, you know, a quarter of that price, which again, it can go higher than that. And, you know, it can go lower. 
Um, but if we're just saying it's still a percentage. Now, if you look at other types of NFTs like digital accessories or, you know, if you want to buy a shirt for an avatar or you want to buy something that potentially is a lower priced NFT, it could be, you know, $10 or $20. You definitely don't want to pay, you know, a $50 to $100 gas fee for that. And so one of the things that we're doing is we're integrating with Solana, we're integrating with Polygon, um, and, you know, we're very open blockchain wise, interoperable, I would say, um, because, um, you know, gas does cause a higher friction um, on these other types of products um, that we will be offering. Um, however, the the real estate side of it, you know, even though gas costs are prohibitive in some ways um, and you do have to watch gas because it can go up and down during the day. What we found is that our real estate owners, because of the fact that, you know, we have such a big ecosystem on Ethereum, um, that it, it is, you know, we, we have a very robust marketplace on the Ethereum side, but we're doing everything we can. Um, to make sure that, you know, we're doing an upgrade actually on our, our NFT marketplace um, coming up soon as well. And we're doing, as I mentioned, a few other integrations. Um, and we're, we're very cognizant of how do we make sure that, you know, uh, sellers aren't incurring costs um, uh, with gas to reprice land and, you know, other things there that we're, again, um, trying to make it as seamless as possible. That's our goal as well. Hmm. Now, for, we have a lot of new viewers that have yeah. no clue about virtual land. Why yeah. they should get on board into this? So, you know, I think the 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 virtual land um, idea is um, a really powerful concept to fully understand. It does take some time to understand why someone would want to own a piece of land when it's virtual. I remember someone told me, isn't the real part of real estate a big part of the word, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and um, though that's true, the, the beauty of uh, a platform um, like what we're building at Superworld is that the virtual land covers the surface of the earth. Again, to fully define what we're doing is Superworld is a virtual real estate platform built on top of the real world. Each plot of land is a hundred meter by a hundred meter block covering surface of the earth, the whole surface. You can buy any place on the earth. And what you're buying is a digital asset, an NFT, in this case, structured as an ERC 721 token that gives you a share of any of the monetization, the economics that happen on that plot of land, advertising, e-commerce, digital commerce, data, analytics, gaming, DeFi, anything that we recognize geographically that's happening there in terms of monetization, right? Mm -hmm. And so as a landowner in Superworld, you are able to become a key stakeholder on our platform. So if you understand the vision of what we're building, which is enabling anyone to create anything anywhere, to discover anything from anywhere and to monetize anything anywhere. And you understand there's an infinite number of filters on the world. So and in any location, it's not only what you do there, but it's also the infinite number of other activities that could happen there at the same time from people there physically or people accessing that content virtually. Then you understand the also the potential of virtual, physical, physical, virtual commerce 
right? Where you come into a coffee shop and now you're able to achieve something virtually like a token or a benefit or do that vice versa, buy something like an NFT and achieve an entrance to a concert or, you know, access to something in the physical world. You know, there's a variety and, and, and you know, a, a multitude of, of monetization opportunities there. And so once you understand all of that, and then essentially what we're saying is, do you want to acquire locations in the world where all of that activity is happening? And more so, you can have the opportunity to acquire locations that are special to you. So, you know, what I say is, you know, if you're from Indonesia or you're from New York or you're from, you know, Tokyo or, you know, anywhere in the world, you all have your own special places in the world, right? Places that you go, places that you've maybe grew up. And so you have the opportunity to not only acquire those and, and be able to, you know, earn that monetization, but also you can accrete value. So if you're a business owner, if you're an artist, you're a creator, you know, you, you are someone that, uh, again, is active in that community, whatever that community is, if it's geographic, if it's, if it's uh, a niche kind of demographic community, whatever it is, you can, you can again, utilize virtual land to, to create and accrete value. So that's, that's the value of it. Well, thank you for sharing that. And thank you yeah. for embracing the concept of decentralization. As we all know, everyone's acquiring, I mean, big companies acquiring Blizzard and a little bit scary yeah. for the concept of decentralization. I mean, oh, talking about Microsoft owning that yeah. data in a giving world, it's a little bit scary, at least for me. Now, yeah. Rish, for example, okay, I love how you said that. What works for in the I mean for tourism industry? So I bought my special place in Santorini. So right now I own the Blue Dome. What can I do with that? Can I build, rebuild the Blue Dome? What I mean, walk us through what is the vision of Super World as a land virtual land owner? Is yeah, it that's... easy to build? Yeah, well, that's a great property. Wow, it's amazing. Uh, congrats. Uh, you know, I think very, uh, very recognizable around the world. Um, so again, a, a high level. So once you own the land, right? So you first of all, um, just to walk you step by step. Now you've owned an NFT, you own an ERC 721 token. Um, first of all, you know, you can keep that own it uh, or you can, you know, again, reprice it to sell. So um, you can reprice it at, you know, again, whatever price that you choose. Um, so you have the ultimate ability to, to control that asset and to, to sell it at whatever price, um, again, that someone would offer you to buy it from you at. And again, even if you haven't uh, pre-priced it to sell, you can also earn bids on that uh, property if someone else wants to give you an offer to buy it from you. Um, so that's number one, and that's that's active right now. Number two, um, you can create NFTs there. So you can, again, geographically place digital content, um, 3D, 2D, audio, any type of NFT content, um, and place those content on your property or anywhere in the world, to be clear. Mm -hmm. So even on property you don't own, you can monetize those NFTs. Now, if, and if there's any digital commerce happening on your property, meaning other people are selling their NFTs, 
you're also going to get a share of any of that income. So it's not only what you do on your property. Hey, everyone. Great to see you. I'm excited today to talk through one of my new favorite apps called Melon. Melon allows you to make high-quality professional live streams in under 15 seconds. You can stream independently to any streaming platforms or even invite guests to your show with only one click. You could literally go live in only five clicks, which is something that we've used here for a long time. We used to use a competitor. I don't want to say their name. And I'm so happy that we now switched to Melon. This has been game changer for our business. There's no complicated signups, no downloads needed for your guests, which I can't stand. It's really for anyone who creates video content, whether you stream live, record productions, and upload later. This thing comes with great customization options to help your brand stand out, allows you to earn an income while you stream via donations. Everyone loves that. And it is the fastest growing live streaming product. And right now it is running an incredible deal on its premium features, which I'm very excited to come here to our audience and bring this to you. So check it out with Melon. We have a link here. Go to melonapp.com slash show code. That's melon, M-E-L-O-N-A-P-P.com slash C-S-H-O-W-C-O-D-E, melonapp.com backslash show code. Get started for free today, and we'll see you all there. If you could multiply something 50 times, what would that something be? Milkshakes? Minutes in the day? How about money? The Virginia Lottery's 50 times the money scratcher gives you 25 chances to win on each ticket. You could win up to $3 million playing 50 times the money. Yeah, multiplying money sounds like fun. No offense to milkshakes. Virginia Lottery Scratchers. Everyday wins. Visit a lottery retailer near you. For odds and more information, visit valottery.com. But it's also what happens there. And again, the current um, you know, functionality of Superworld is you can sell NFTs there. Now, the other thing that you could do is you could create... Uh, non-NFT augmented reality content, either from your camera roll, you can upload GLB files. Um, you know, the, the idea there is we want to make it as seamless as possible for you to create content and place it either on your property or anywhere in the world. And so what that means is, is again, we're on Unity, um, but we're, again, open to content that comes from you know, other, uh, you know, engines, um, Blizzard, you know, Maya, wherever you're creating 3D content, LiDAR from your phone. The idea is that there is a real democratization of creating AR content, VR content. All of this is happening. No code revolution that's happening, which is making it easier and easier for anyone to create pretty amazing experiences. And so on our end, what we're trying to do is so make it as easy as possible for you to get that content up. And so when you're able to get that content up into specific locations, the opportunity to monetize besides just digital commerce is e-commerce, right? Imagine clicking on um, you know, an object, um, a car or, you know, an accessory or a piece of fashion that goes to the website and you can buy it from there. Right. So e-commerce from your store or from Amazon or wherever is another pretty easy kind of under intuitively understood way of, of, of monetizing. 
Um, in addition to that, advertising um, is another thing. And, you know, on ads, it's not, you know, banner ads. It's not like a post like in your face. Think of an experience that, you know, a brand that you love provides for you and, you know, that you are, you know, able to engage with that brand in ways that you can't do on video, that you can't do on a website, but you can do because you're fully immersed in the real world and you're able to see something immersively around you or hear it. Or, you know, if you have a haptic suit on in the future, experience it in a different way. And so, the opportunity for advertising in these immersive locations is is also pretty uh, pretty amazing to think about. Um, and then again, uh, you know, data analytics, gaming. You know, maybe the next you know experience that you want to take part in, or as a brand you want to create, is a game. It's kind of like a Pokemon Go, where you tell people to you know walk around uh, Santorini and. And, and, and collect, um, you know, certain items to receive, uh, you know, a ticket to go on their cruise, you know, around the mm -hmm. islands there. So, you know, the idea is that literally anything is possible. And what we're focused on at Superworld is, you know, building out all of those things that our super citizens like yourself want us to build. And so part of that is really listening to our customers. And so in your case, if you're like, hey, Rish, guess what? You know what? I have an idea. I'd love to build something like this. Our, 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 our job is to, you know, really understand what the priority level of that is and then, you know, build a feature there for you to build that out. That's what we're focused on. I love it. Thank you. Now, when it comes to security, I own yeah. a boutique hotel in the Philippines. I love yeah. the Santorini. That's the reason why I acquired it. For example, yeah. I'm going to host a wedding there because the Blue Dome, that's everyone, every Instagram photos, they want to be out there. And that's the reason yeah. why I acquired the property. Mm -hmm. Now, who's responsible for the security? For example, I'm hosting a wedding in, in the virtual world. Okay. And what if the boyfriend right there would ruin it for everybody? What kind of security you guys would like to do? Or who's responsible for that? Yeah. So again, you know, I think the way we think about this on, on the vision side of, of what we're building is, again, you have a world, I have a world, brands have worlds. There's an infinite number of filters on the world, right? And so your world is, again, your world. You control that content, right? Um, so if you want content to be accessible to everyone, then it's public content. If you want content to be accessible only to your 10 friends who are attending, you know, a, an event that you're having, then that you can set that as well. Right. So ultimately, you know, our goal here is to make every piece of content that you produce fully permissioned. Right. Um, um, so you can have that control of everything that you do. Currently, you know, everything is pretty open because, we, you know, again, we're building out some of those features and some of the things actually, um, to be clear, you can control whether it's accessible from here, whether it's private, whether it's public. So that's already in, you know, part of the functionality. But the, the ultimate goal is not only on the data side, but on the monetization side, on the discovery side, um, of, of everything that we do, you know, you as a user, as a creator of those experiences, you're going to be able to control all of those things. Hmm. Now, yeah. I've been asking a lot yeah. of um, builder, coder, it's mm -hmm. very pricey to build a world out there. Mm -hmm. I would, I'm thinking yeah. about 
a hundred grand to half a million dollars to a million dollars. So it's really not accessible to a lot of people. So when is that, do you think going to be happening when it's a little bit more affordable to the masses? Well, you know, first of all, um, to be clear in Superworld, you can create content from your camera roll. You can mm. uh, upload GLB files. Um, you know, again, um, some of the technology out there now is, um, you know, with LiDAR and other technology, you know, the ability to create 3D content is really just scanning an environment. Right. Um, uh, and so, you know, the, the democratization of this type of content is already underway in terms of you don't need to be a, a developer to do it. Um, and, uh, it's just, it's just like anything else, you know, for some people, um, you know, create minting an NFT is, you know, a, 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 a little bit of education that they have to go through. And I think, um, you know, what we're going to see in the next year or two is, you know, the ability for many, many people to start creating kind of these 3d content similar to, you know, what you saw in the late nineties with, you know, the, the ability to create a website went from something that, you know, only a few developers knew how to do to where WordPress really made it easy or, you know, Wix or, you know, whatever your favorite kind of website builder is made it really easy for anyone to create a website. And so that's, that's the exact same thing happening on the AR side. And I would tell you that it's there right now. It's just not, you know, evenly distributed um, in terms of the information. And it's easy to find, but, you know, not everyone has had the reason to go out there and create a, you know, an AR 3D object yet. Um, but, you know, as these technologies become more widespread, as, you know, especially what we're doing with Superworld, um, you know, your interest in creating a really cool AR, you know, uh, avatar or hologram or 3D object, um, is going to become uh, something that's going to become more important to you as you you know start owning land and wanting to populate and develop it. Hmm. Now, Rish, yeah. for a company standpoint, how do you guys onboarding people? This is so new; it definitely requires a lot of effort. What are you guys doing right now to onboard people? Yeah, so you know um, the the beauty of what we're building is that it is a very viral story. So you know, I talk mm. to you about fifty to a hundred customers every day, and you know, probably more than that today from this call, um, this clubhouse I'm on. So you know, and I and I, and I love talking to our customers, and you know, I hear three things. Uh, over and over again. And I'll tell you what they are, because I think they're pretty, pretty um, amazing. So the first thing I hear when I talk to people, and they grasp what we're doing, when they understand all the facets that I covered earlier, when you asked me what virtual real estate is, and how it works and things, when they get all of those things, the first thing I hear is, you know, this blows my mind. This is what they tell me. And I love hearing that because I hear it so much. Uh, it's fun to hear it over and over again. I heard it on Necker Island. Um, and, and so, you know, the idea there is that people, if they're business leaders, they're creators, they're influencers, they're artists, you, know, you name it, they realize the potential to create anything anywhere the potential to discover anything anywhere, to monetize anything anywhere, that really gets them going. They get galvanized. Number two, 
they tell me over and over again, they tell me I've told everyone I know, you know? And so the story, and this goes back to your question, the story is very viral, you know, mm -hmm. literally, I mean, I think we've been on the New York Times three times in the last month. You know, we were just in The Economist. I was on CNBC. We were on Real Vision yesterday. We're really we're getting a lot of coverage and, you know, thankful to be here today um, on your show. And it's, it's very special. And I think the reason that happens is because people love hearing the story. They love telling the story. And if they've bought land in Superworld, they will get other people to buy land in Superworld. It's a foregone conclusion, first of all, and we see it in the user behavior, but also, and very importantly, is when they understand the vision and the mission of the company to empower people, to help people build livelihoods in their real life, right? This is live to earn, not play to earn. This is live to earn. And then also, you know, how do we build a better world that actually enhances the real world? How do we take all these technologies to actually improve our planet? You know, we're planting trees in the real world. When people buy virtual land, we've partnered with the World Bank in the Caribbean. We've partnered with UN and UNESCO to help rebuild cities. We brought together two tribes in the Amazon jungle to, you know, bring together art there so people understand the issues. So the, the point is, is that, you know, back to your question about user acquisition, is that the story tells itself and people want to tell the story. People want to bring this, you know, people on board. And I think the really powerful part of that is I always say, you know, this isn't a technology company. This is a movement. This is a movement to bring people together collectively to build a better world, to empower people. And we'll utilize all sorts of technologies as technologies evolve and become more accessible, whether you're talking about haptic suits whether you're talking about the next generation of AR glasses that's coming out soon, whether you're talking about, you know, other technologies like IOT that's, you know, becoming more mainstream. And, you know, um, you know, the, the fact is, is that the, 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 the way we get out there is our best, you know, ambassadors are our super citizens themselves. And then finally, I'll, I'll touch on a very other important product, a pro part of this is that, you know, when I talk to you and I just, we just did this, you and I just now, <laughs> is I asked you, where did you buy land? Right. And you told me you, you know, you, you, you bought an amazing place in, in Greece and, and you told me about, you know, where it was specifically, um, you, you knew about it, you, you know, you probably had, you know, different connections there. If I go in deeper into the question of why, you know, that place is so important to you. And, and the secondly, you told me the why you, you know, you, you told me a little bit more about why that place is special uh, to you and potentially others. And, you know, if you look at the broader NFT market, you know, you and I both know there's a lot of people who are like, I don't really understand this whole NFT thing, but you know what, I'm going to buy some because I think it's going to go up in value. Right. But the difference in Superworld is, people covet the places they buy. They understand what we're doing. They understand the vision of why we're building this. They understand how it works even, right? They understand, you know, because it's, it's pretty simple the way I've explained it, right? And so then the difference is, is they covet these places. They're like, I own, you know, the Blue Dome in Santorini. And this is, this, I own that. Now I'm thinking about all the things I want to do there. And that's the most important point is you've also told me what 
you want to do there and you want to, you know, potentially, you know, do weddings there or organize experiences there for people and, you know, things like that. And so the what's are also part of that process, which is, you know, for us, it gives us a very prescriptive process of what to build on the product side, which gets more people kind of more interested in what can be built and what, you know, again, why is that place special and what would they want to do there? And so it's this kind of iterative, you know, circle uh, loop that um, really gets people involved in Superworld. And that's what we're looking for is people to get on board, give us ideas, help us build and be part of Team Superworld. And that's the movement, Team Superworld. Wow. I love the movement. And I have to say your mission totally aligned with our Metaverse Collective, the same thing. It's for everybody to collaborate. And yeah, I would love to host a party in the Blue Dome for the collective. That'd be awesome. Yes. Now, uh, for a branding standpoint, like, for example, the Four Seasons Hotel in New York, why they should acquire it? Would you rather have another person own it or the owner of that hotel? That's a great question. You know, there's... Uh, you know, again, a variety of stakeholders uh, in Superworld, um, that, as you can imagine, right? Um, we have artists, we have, uh, you know, uh, people in the entertainment industry, we have people who are, you know, uh, physical land investors, we have, um, you know, people who are educators, we have people that are creating, um, you know, all types of uh, content uh, for different real world, you know, practical things that they're doing, whether it's architecture, something in, in medicine, like you name it, right? It's, it's a world. And so as you think about the land side of that, right, um, you know, there's synergies that people have in the real world with land. Some people will say, you know, McDonald's isn't a hamburger company, it's a real estate company. Right. Um, Because their strategy is owning real estate in the best places in the world. And that's a big part of their balance sheet. Right. And so if you take that analogy, you know, some people want to become a key stakeholder in specific locations, want to be able to own that location um, because they have, you know, potential, again, quote unquote, synergies with that location. And so, you know, as an example of that, if you're an advertising agency and you're already working with clients and you're making lots of content, which could, you know, fit under the definition of marketing or experiences or gaming or any of those kinds of things, it might be synergistic for you to own the locations where you're working with all these clients and where they're going to want to put those experiences and immersive content, right? Because now you're a key stakeholder for not only what you're doing there, but your understanding of what every brand out there in the world is going to want to do in that location, right? So back to your question, if you're Four Seasons Hotel and you have a hotel in a certain block of land in Superworld that covers the surface of the earth and you have lots of hotels, you know, you as an institution, you as a company could make a decision that, you know, if your hotel is based there and you're going to have a lot of customers coming there and you want to be able to share in, you know, any of the monetization that only not only happens for your hotel, but it happens for, you know, again, the music festival that's going to happen there next month or the arts arts festival or the conference. And, you know, again, you have all these kinds of independent parties there. And so you go back to the McDonald's analogy 
where, you know, they think of this as a big part of their business is owning the land besides all the marketing activities that they will do as a company. And you see it as a, a big driver for their overall business model. And so I think really smart brands, uh, to be honest, um, are jumping on it. And they're already doing that. You saw the announcement last week, Metaverse Group, uh, you know, bought about a million, up to a million dollars of real estate in Superworld. Uh, tokens.com, which is their public entity. And we have lots of other institutional buyers coming in and doing bulk purchases of land in a very strategic way. And some of those are brands, some of those are agencies, some of those are governments, you know, as you know. And so it's, uh, it's a variety of stakeholders who understand, you know, what's happening in the market. Thank you for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe and visit metatalks.com. That's talks with a Z. If you could multiply something 50 times, what would that something be? Milkshakes? Minutes in the day? How about money? The Virginia Lottery's 50 times the money scratcher gives you 25 chances to win on each ticket. You could win up to $3 million playing 50 times the money. Yeah, multiplying money sounds like fun. No offense to milkshakes. Virginia Lottery Scratchers. Everyday wins. Visit a lottery retailer near you. For odds and more information, visit valottery.com. If you're not already listening to the Stack Overflow podcast, you need to check it out. As one of the leading technology podcasts for 13 years running, it's your resource for what's happening in software development today. The Stack Overflow podcast hosts conversations with developers and leaders at top tech companies, focusing on the art and practice of programming. From Rails to React, from Java to Node.js, it'll help you understand how technology is made and where it's headed. Check it out today at stackoverflow.blog podcast.